lies in wait amidst your dreams, where nothing is ever how it seems. It is a portal to a terrifying world beyond the doorway to Nightmare. Come in. Welcome. I'm your host, Artemis Black. Tonight, we present a rather unique play, yet you may find some of the situations as close to you as your own blood. We are about to take a moment in time across this country of ours in a play titled with one simple word. Nightmares. What the hell are you talking about? I warned you repeatedly. This house is a residence of pure hatred and evil. Now, listen, old man. I want to know where the rest of my crew is, and I want to know now. (laughs) You will see them shortly, I promise. For now, you should be more worried about yourself. (laughs) Really? And why is that? Because of what is coming up behind you. Our mystery drama, Nightmares, was written especially for Doorway to Nightmare by Winslow Swan and edited by Crimson McKenzie. Our stars include Raven Adams, Mick Davis, Crimson McKenzie, and Winslow Swan. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Hi, it's Crimson. We're hoping you're enjoying these stories, and do you want to hear some more? Join us on our YouTube channel, Doorway to Nightmare, if you dare. We invite you now to sit back, relax, and be comfortable if you can. Over the course of our play tonight, we are going to be taking you across this nation of ours to three different locations. Each scene, however, takes place at the exact same time. Night. The house is huge. I swear that every hallway that I've been down, I'm getting closer to the front door, and yet... And yet, I seem to be further than I was before. I feel some sort of presence. Janet, Amanda, and Carl are somewhere, and I haven't been able to find them or the old man, Mr. Chamberlain, since about an hour ago. I'm... I'm getting the feeling that something bad has happened. Why would you say that, young man? Oh, Mr. Chamberlain. Uh, I've been looking for the way out of this uh, this, uh, this maze you call a house. You are right where you need to be, Mr. Reynolds. Yes, right where you need to be. Have you seen the others? Others? Oh, you mean the ones who came here with you. Yes, I've seen them. Well... I think that I have enough for the podcast. 
If you could just lead me to the front door. You know, Mr. Reynolds, I did try and warn you away from this house. What exactly did you hope to accomplish by coming here? <laughs> well, ratings have been falling off recently. We found an article about this place and thought that it would make a good show if we came and spent the night here. And even after I warned you away, you still insisted on coming. Oh, come on. I mean, you live here all the time and you're still breathing. I've learned how to live with the evil that is present here. Yeah, you mentioned that before. What sort of evil? Why should I explain it again? You didn't listen the first time. Okay, okay, and so I'm listening now. It will do you no good. Look, Mr. Chamberlain, this is what we do. We've been to many haunted places and did a sort of cleansing on them. It makes for a great show, and I've got thousands, if not millions, of people who expect this sort of thing. Evil cannot be cleansed, Mr. Reynolds. You might be able to put it to rest for a brief period of time, but you can never simply get rid of it. What was that? Evil simply transforms itself. It goes on and on, and each generation confronts a new evil. It could be in the form of a person, or even a place. Don't you hear that? Of course. Evil is never confined to one person. It can invade structures and permeate throughout the land. It invites people in only to devour them with its cold, icy heart. What is making that sound? I would advise you not to turn around. Simply keep walking. Where are the others that I came with? We are very close to them, I assure you. But please, don't turn around. What is making that sound? It is part of the evil that is within the walls of this house. I told you, I warned you to stay away. Now I'm warning you not to turn around. Oh, oh, dear God, what is that awful smell? It has been here since the beginning of time itself. It has found a home and it intends to keep it. Please, Mr. Reynolds, don't turn around. Keep walking. I can't stand that smell. Oh, look, just tell me where my friends are and let us get out of here. <laughs> Your friends? Why, Mr. Reynolds, they are just up ahead. Don't you see them? Oh my god. They've... they've been... Oh no. They've been... skinned alive? Their flesh hanging off of their bodies in strips. What have you done? Me? Oh no. Not me. The evil within the house, Mr. Reynolds. You see, they did not heed my warning. Like them, I am warning you. Don't turn around. The night moves like a thief throughout the land. 
It shifts. It mutates. It hides the secret of life below the surface. The night is a thief. I'll be back shortly with Act 2. Hi, it's Crimson. And Swan. You want to hear some more episodes? Then join us on our YouTube channel at Doorway to Nightmare. Don't forget to hit the like button if you like it. Tell all your friends and subscribe. And the night moves on, slowly chasing away the light and covering the land with hidden dangers that menace and wait for unsuspecting victims. I do hope that you find the accommodations quite comfortable. I worked so hard to make the place as inviting as I could. It really is such a chore to keep things neat and tidy. I like everything to be neat and tidy. They say, well, whoever they are, that cleanliness is next to godliness. I never fully understood that phrase. I mean, cleanliness begins with the letter C, and godliness begins with a G. And there's three letters in between that, don't you see? So how can cleanliness be next to godliness? Hmm. Oh, I know what you're going to say, that I'm speaking on more literal terms. Still, I never understood how being clean made you closer to God. <laughs> I mean, just look at how well I've made this place for you. I must have scrubbed the walls and floors three times before I felt that it was suitable for a guest. And you are my guest. You should be honored that I've allowed you to join me tonight. Are you honored? Why, just look at how clean those chains are. I spent days, do you hear me? Days, polishing, oiling, and making sure that there was not a speck of rust on them. You really should appreciate my hard work. Now just stop all of that. Do you hear me? Stop it. That's better. Why were you making enough noise to wake the dead? <laughs> and how does one go about waking the dead? Now I ask you, with all of that noise that you were making, do you think that those bodies in the corner were suddenly going to get up and say, Will you please quiet down? We're trying to stay dead. <laughs> now, now. Don't do that. I cannot stand to see a grown man cry. Oh, I suppose it does show a softer side of a man when they are faced with something in their life that is just too overwhelming. They say, whoever they are, that crying is healthy. The tears clean out the eyes and the soul. So yes, go ahead. You have yourself a good cry. I'm sure that you will feel much better. Of course, I know what you want to ask me. That is, if I took off the gag and let you ask me. They all wanted to know. I've grown quite weary of being asked. 
But I suppose that is something that everyone whom I have come in contact with wants to know. I would expect no less with you. Why? That is the question, isn't it? I can see it in your tear-stained eyes. Why would a beautiful young woman go to a bar, lure a man to her car, inject him with a drug to make him go to sleep, then shackle him up here at my dining room table? They all wanted to know why. And the answer is much more simple than you might think. It is the fact that I am disgusted with the misogynistic world that we live in. I mean, we have all heard of Jack the Ripper, Charles Manson, Ted Bundy. Little have heard of Samuel Little. But who knows how many other men have ripped and murdered their way throughout this patriarchal history. But what about the women? Do you ever hear about them? No, never. And believe me, there have been quite a number of them. Look at Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> you see, your eyebrows went up because you have never heard of her. She drained the blood of virgins and not only drank it, but bathed in it to retain her beauty. Now, I don't really count Lizzie Borden. She was, after all, acquitted. <laughs> then there was Marianne Cotton. You see, you see, never heard of her either. She murdered 21 people in England in the 1800s with arsenic, claiming their life insurance way before Jack the Ripper. Oh, I see. You want someone a little more recent. Well, how about Eileen Warnos? Killed seven men and claimed that they had raped her. She was executed in 2002. They had their way with her. So she had her way with them. But does anyone really remember her? So, I'm here to rectify that situation and prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that not only can women be serial killers, but are more proficient at it. <laughs> Besides, I like to eat the hearts of men. <laughs> and the night moves on, making its way across the land keeping the secrets that hide within the darkness, hiding the dreams of the sleeping masses that turn to nightmares. I'll be back shortly with Act 3. If you're enjoying these stories, come over to our YouTube channel, Doorway, Doorway to, to Nightmare, where we add a few pics to color your imagination. See the faces behind the voices, too. Come on, you know you wanna. The night keeps the memories of history. The good ones and the bad are kept written down in the pages of the darkness.
The Night is a Memory Book. Hmm. Sure is a quiet night. It's peaceful, sitting on the porch. Such a soft breeze, too. Like an angel's kiss. Oh, that's my holly. The poet. <laughs> oh, stop it, Doug. <laughs> yeah, just think. Here we are sitting on 80 acres of land, away from the city, the noise. <laughs> it only took us 15 years to pay it off. Quite an accomplishment, Doug. I was so glad when we got the mortgage papers in the mail yesterday. With paid in full, stamped in that beautiful red ink, right across the top. This sure was a load off of my mind. Nice to be able to own our own land. Holly? You okay? I'm alright. You just got quiet all of a sudden. Something wrong? You said our land. But what happens after we are gone? Oh, Holly. I thought we weren't going to bring that up. But why? Why shouldn't I bring it up? Why shouldn't I be able to talk about it? Uh, honey, I, I'm sorry, but... I, I have no answers. <laughs> why, Doug? <laughs> why was our son there? Why did he have to be there? Well, you knew that he wanted to be a firefighter. It was all he ever talked about growing up. But it's not fair. He was helping. Why did they have to set that bomb off after everyone went inside? I... I have no answer. It was just a... A terrorist attack. Oh, don't give me that. A bunch of fanatics who take a religion and use it to kill innocent people is not terrorism. They couldn't even find his body. I know. I know. And why shouldn't I talk about our son? Our son. Other mothers have a grave to go to. To cry over. To remember. Our boy died a hero. He managed to get 18 people out of that building before the bomb went off. Some of them were children. I know all of that, Doug, but... Why couldn't they at least find him? And they simply covered the whole area up and put up a memorial? That's not right. And it's just not fair. It's something that we just have to face, my love. Our son is buried among strangers. No, Doug. When you're dead, there are no strangers.
And the night moves on, traveling across the land, hearing the secrets and keeping the memories that hide in the darkness. I'll be back shortly with a final word. If you're liking these shows, check out our other episodes on our YouTube channel, Doorway to Nightmare. There's also some previews of Swan's audiobooks on there as well. Come join us. The night moves onward to give way to yet another day, only to return again. And when it comes, ask yourself, what are you doing tonight? Our cast included Mick Davis, Raven Adams, Crimson McKenzie, and Winslow Swan. The play was edited by Crimson McKenzie, and the production was under the direction of Winslow Swan. And now, a preview of our next tale. Don't you find it strange? No, Carol, I don't. So how do you explain what is going on next door? Nothing is going on. You don't find it strange that we never see him during the day? That we don't know anything about him? Why should we? We haven't even met him yet. And haven't you ever heard of a third shift? Some people do work at night, you know. Yes, but they have to go shopping into the bank, don't they? He never goes out when the sun is up. <laughs> so what? That makes him a... a vampire? This is your host, inviting you to return with us through the doorway to Nightmare for another adventure into the world of your terrifying imagination. Until next time, slumber peacefully. Epilogue. The butler did it. <laughs>